RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Emergency physician, TV personality, speaker, and writer. She's Dr. Lee. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, and welcome back to the show. We're going to talk about low-protein diets, why they're bad for women. My next guest, Dr. Jessica Behunyak, is um, an assistant professor of clinical nutrition in the Department of Nutrition and Food Sciences at NYU. So welcome, doctor. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. So um, a study came out recently that looked at uh, low-protein diets and uh, lower-protein diets from the American Society of Bone and Mineral Research, and it, it found that women especially had problems with that. Uh, why is that? Yeah, so um, we actually conducted a longer-term study in the world of a feeding study, so six-and-a-half weeks, low-protein diet. And we found that it was not beneficial for calcium absorption. So on the lower protein diet, these young women actually absorbed less calcium. And there was some negative impact. It was minor, but some negative impact on their, on their bones. Bone density. So we, what... didn't, we didn't measure bone oh. density. It was on bone turnover. So to oh. capture changes in bone density, Take you would have long. to have a longer term study. Yeah. So, um, but what what made you um, decide to look at it? Was it because, you know, there's an issue today with people in food deserts and, and the poor American diet that we have? Or, you know, why did you look at sure. sort of low protein? That's a great question. So there's actually this older hypothesis that we call the bad for bone hypothesis. So if you go back to textbooks, in the 80s and early 90s, it'll actually state in there, usually, that protein is bad for bone. And this belief is still prevalent in our mm. population. And it was believed that higher protein diets due to animal sources have sulfur-containing amino acids, which cause this increase in acid load on the body that it was believed could not be handled by the kidneys, causing calcium and buffer to be released from bone, ending up in the urine. So people were, I think, nervous about eating higher-protein diets, especially older women who knew that they were at risk for osteoporosis tended to stay away from dietary protein and particularly animal sources. So we wanted to explore this hypothesis further. Hmm. So, um, and did some of... um well, there are people, right, that have medical conditions, people with kidney problems, yeah. have problems handling protein. Um, so I, I assume there was some information out there because uh, um, there were patients, you know, that have traditionally been on low protein. But you specifically looked at younger women that... Um, we looked wh- at healthy you- younger women who have normal kidney function. We wanted to start there. Um, we looked at Caucasian and Asian women, so two ethnic groups that are high, at highest risk for osteoporosis in later life. So then the goal would be to um, repeat this study in postmenopausal women who have normal kidney function. And we have found postmenopausal women who have normal kidney function, and we actually um, had them participate in a different protein supplementation trial. And so in, in healthy older adults, um, we would like to see if a lower protein diet actually has the same effect that it does in younger women. Hmm. 
Hmm. Now, what about the source of protein? Did you look? Because, you know, we do talk about, and, and you can talk as a nutritionist about, you know, the pyramid that we're taught to think about. And, um, you know, protein is one of those things that, uh, you know, we say, okay, that's a little bit, you know, down at the smaller end of the pyramid but, and then people talk about, is it healthier, you know, vegetable protein, beans, things like that versus animal protein? So um, specifically for me, I have not looked at the different sources yet. So all of these calcium absorption studies that I have been involved in have looked at mixed protein diets. So diets that have both animal and vegetable sources. Um, And I believe that the epidemiological data that looked at animal Versus vegetable sources on um, bone health is very mixed. Mm. Um, so de- there definitely needs to be work- more work done in that area. And then for our work that looks specifically at calcium absorption and bone turnover, it would be nice now to take what we've done and follow up with looking at different sources. We're also interested in looking at specific groups of amino acids, and we think maybe some of them are actually responsible for the effect of dietary protein on calcium absorption. Hmm. Um, so in in practice, then people um, are for the elderly are are people telling them to watch their uh, protein source now? Is that um, you know? And now with this study, uh, the takeaway is that you you really don't have to worry about your protein. So the takeaway, um, at least my belief, is that so we used a protein a low protein diet that was below the RDA. So the current recommendation dietary protein is 0.8 grams protein per kilogram body weight per day. And we used 0.7, so it was a modest restriction. And I believe that that restriction is not beneficial for healthy older adults. Um, We did another study where we provided additional protein as a protein supplementation trial where protein intakes were about 1.4 to 1.5 grams protein per kilogram per day over 18 months saw no detrimental effect on kidney function, saw no detrimental effect on bone density by DEXA, and saw improvements in body composition in the postmenopausal women and older men. Hmm. So do you think, and one of the things that I mentioned too, you know, the American diet, especially in inner cities, uh, where there are food deserts and there are not a lot of good things. I mean, you know, people are eating fast food and certainly there's protein in that, but certainly it's not a balanced diet. Yet we see obesity, which kind of protects the bones a little bit, not to say you should be obese for your bones, <laughs> but the typical osteoporotic woman, right, is a little skinny thing versus, you know, you don't see it that much with overweight people. But what what does this say about that um, for well, protein? I- I think with dietary protein, you have to think of the other components. So as a dietitian, I would be recommending lean sources of protein. Whether it's coming from animal sources or plant sources, you'd want to watch your saturated fat and trans fat intake um, and also added salt intake. So when you tend to get protein sources from fast food restaurants, they tend to be higher in sodium, higher in saturated fat. The cooking method tends to be frying because it's quicker. So I think having a balanced diet and a balanced protein intake. So I think kind of being smart with your choices as to what type of protein you're going to have. But I, at least from our research, a mixed protein diet does seem to be beneficial, mm-hmm. or at least so, not detrimental to bone. 
Okay. And I know that you gave the actual recommended protein level um, according to body weight. But what do you think an average 135, 140-pound woman should have for protein to be good for her bones and, and yet still healthy, assuming it was lean and vegetable source? So um, if you went with like one gram per kilogram, and you said she's about 70 kilograms. Yeah. So that, that would be a bump right above the RDA, definitely not detrimental to kidney function. Um, mm-hmm. So that could be a place to start. So that would be 70 grams of protein. Um, mm-hmm. We have found higher intakes up to 1.4, 1.5, not detrimental to bone or kidney and actually beneficial to body comp. But I think before people start recommending that amount, I think the scientists in the area would like to have you know, more research done just to confirm what we found in one study. But at least based on that one study, I would say that it would definitely be safe to have slightly above the RDA at one gram per kilogram, so about 70 grams. Hmm. But yeah. again, healthy individual, no renal issues or diseases. This is your healthy older adult. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. And um, we I, we don't have much time for this, but... Um, Maybe in in the future we'll have you back because then there's a whole issue of women that have gone on high-protein diets to lose weight and and what happens, uh, I guess, with their kidney function and their uh, bone health at that time. So thank you so much. We'll have you back to talk about some of that. This is the Dr. Lee Van Oker Show, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your health. 